Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. VGK hopes to eliminate the Winnipeg Jets at the Fortress tonight. It's game number five so that the VGK can rest before the next series and not wear down from this very physical series. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco along with Chris Golick. We come to you each and every day, Monday through Friday from Las Vegas. You could find us on Twitter, LockdownVGK, at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G. And, of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked on Golden Knights, and thanks for making us your first listen. Of course, you could find us wherever you find your podcast. We're brought to you today by the uh, the Game Time app. Uh, just download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Lockdown NHL for twenty dollars off of your first purchase. So, Chris, we've had a little bit of time to dissect the first four games of this series. And we have seen perhaps a more physical matchup than we initially envisioned. Uh, currently, there's up to over about 400 hits or more. And I did not expect to see that kind of hitting, especially out of VGK, perhaps a trait now uh, that uh, that Coach Cassidy has instilled in this team. And if you are VGK, you're up three to one and you have to now take control. You have to put away the Jets tonight. Uh, I'm just more concerned with this VGK team, especially in a matchup like this and a war of of attrition. Basically, you have to get rid of uh, the Jets here in game number five. Yeah. So two important things. One, my, my, my beard is not fanboy media beard. It's, it's fan, it's fanboy being too lazy to shave and not have a real job. So we'll start there. You know that and here's what you guys are missing if you're if you're only watching uh, or if you're only listening. Like my this color of the shirt, it really brings out the color of my eyes, Tony. Look at that. Does that look good? That look looks that. Awesome, awesome, dude. Skater boy yesterday we're starting with this is like a four dollar shirt, too, by the way. Um, so the shirt, the shirt, Jesus Christ. The the series has been very physical, very physical. Um, Winnipeg's really finishing the hits, and you really saw it in the first and second period of game four. They're really trying to, for lack of a better term, rub the VGK off their game right now. And VGK is responding in a physical nature, but they're also doing it by staying within their game. Whereas Winnipeg is going above and beyond. And Mark Stone even made the comments uh, to the media that if going after me, Mark Stone, means that it's taking the Jets off their game a little bit, then fine, go ahead and keep doing it. And honestly, they can keep on doing it because... They might, you know, keep Stone off the board. They might keep Eichel off the board, but then Howden might get a goal. Then Amadio might get a goal. Then, God forbid, Phil Kessel gets a goal. You know, something like that. There's enough depth on this team where you can take away a couple of our top talented players, and we can still light you up with our third and fourth line as we've been doing a good job rolling four lines in the last three games, really. Yeah, and we spoke uh, yesterday at length about the potential of Will Carrier returning to the lineup and we did see on Wednesday the Carrier was back on the ice, and he was a full contact participant. He will be a game time decision. 
but you have to believe he'll be back at the skate today on Thursday, and he's going to be in the lineup. And then, of course, we have all those conversations about who he's going to bump. And you just hope that uh, Carrier is 100% because, again, very physical game, 400 hits uh, so far in this series, and he has to be ready to be engaged. You got a lot of things happening right now. So, one, the game within the game is so fascinating, the media game that is. Just a couple days ago, Bruce Cassidy makes the comment, yeah, Will Carrier, he didn't respond. His body didn't respond to the intensity of a practice. So I slowed you down on Wednesday's show when we were talking about it. I said, oh, we'll see if he's going to be ready to come back. And come then sure on. enough, after we record, <laughs> boom, he's a full participant <laughs> in practice. Course. I mean, you know, so it's, it's. I mean, listen, Cassie's not doing anything wrong. He's protecting the players, protecting the team and all the stuff. Exactly. Call it what it is, whatever they're trying to figure out. Cooking um, the books still. Cook, yeah, not in the playoffs. Not in the playoffs, Tony. You don't not need to playoffs. cook them now. It's just gamesmanship, no. I guess. Exactly. It's all it is. Um, so we did the poll on lockdown, on lockdown of EGK on Twitter. And I think the votes were basically splits between Colasar and Kessel to be the scratch in the event Will Carey does return. And the candidates that you have, not just between those two, but we're also looking at possibly Barbershop. We never even put him nah. inside of our poll. Now nah, you need him think in there. Experience. It's experience. He's got the experience factor going. The defense. The defense, too. I'm with you on that. But he's probably the longer shot candidate. He did go from the first line to the fourth line. So maybe there's something going on there. It's really, in my opinion, between Amadio and Howden, just knowing the way Cassidy thinks. Uh, the easiest move feels like Colasar, just based on what everyone's saying, if you go on any of the social media platforms, but uh, Cassidy trusts Colasar. I don't know how else to say it. He really trusts his game. He's got a good defensive physical game, and so does Carrier with more offensive punch and can help more on both sides. But, you know, I really think it's probably going to be Howden or Amadio, probably leaning towards Howden, at least for the first time Carrier comes back, unless Kessel has an injury who's now been removed from the power play units. So now yeah. Kessel is simply, you know, and he might go back on the power play. Don't kid yourself. But, you know, if Kessel's not on the power play and able to produce there, you know, and the Ironman streak would not would not be in jeopardy if he does miss a playoff game, by the way. So just throwing that out there, too. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I just remember you talked about Barbashev. And I just recall when Cassidy, when the team signed him, when they acquired him here at the trade deadline, and they said, and along with McCrimmon, that he could play anywhere on the ice. And they figured that he could play. So I don't think he was line one without a practice. He was line one without a full practice. Yeah, but I think Barbashev, though, is a guy that you can move around and you know he's not going to complain. He just wants to be gritty and play and he plays hard. And I just like that about his game. I trust his game. Yeah. A player that was missing was Braden McNabb. And so perhaps he missed the practice yesterday. He's been hobbling a little bit. And so who might take his place? How will they shuffle up the defense if he can't go? You think he's going to go? Yeah, he's going. Um, He's been missing practices. He's dealing with a rib issue right now, but it's simply just a maintenance thing, trying to keep him uh, less contact and stuff. If it did happen where he didn't go, it's got to be Ben Hutton. Hutton has done a very good job filling in that seventh defenseman role. Keaton Korzak is up right now. Korzak might be the most skilled of the players, but uh, back to the trust issue, would, would uh, Cassidy go to Korzak right now over Ben Hutton, who played probably 20, 25, 30-something games and did a serviceable job, even chips in the power play 
when needed for crying out loud. So it's Ben Hutton, most likely, I would say 95%. But I think I think McNabb goes, no questions asked, especially knowing hopefully VGK is going to be able to get, you know, take care of business and get a nice long, at least week long rest now, which would be really nice. Where are we going to talk about if Vegas wins t- tomorrow or tonight? Maybe, maybe we want them to lose. So we have more stuff to talk about for the weekend. Now. We need a longer, longer series. You think uh, we might, we might, okay. we're not creative. We're not very well, creative. Why, well, why do they have a four day layoff in the King series? That's kind of interesting. It's gotta be King's weird. Some weird, weird scheduling at the stable center. Or something. And I someone said, no, it's gotta be about the NFL draft, but then VGK plays on the night of the opening night of the NFL draft. And then after watching teams, Boston uh, falling, they lose to Florida. And then you watch Seattle upending the defending Stanley cup champions to go up three games to two in Colorado. And so you watch all that and you know that the players were watching, you know, on the night off last night. And so Bruce Cassidy has to make sure. And now I I do believe even more so they're going to have extreme purpose. And I think they'll be very focused uh, but he feels that this team does know what is at stake and that they do need to win this game. They don't want to go back up to the very cold north. You can't leave any doubt. You know, put yourself in Boston's shoes right now. Boston's up three to one. They got a home game. You know, they should win that game going away. And Florida gets an early lead and holds the lead the whole time. And then Olmark, I don't Olmark know what the heck he was a, thinking at oh, the end of the man. game, just an unfortunate play by another Legaff. Yeah. We saw exactly. Yeah. It was, it was kind of like almost as bad. Mark Andre you know, Flurry's against nah, the that was, really was worse, but this was pretty <laughs> bad too. And, you know, so now there's some doubt. Now Florida's got a home game. You go to game seven, anything can happen, folks. Anything can happen. And VGK, same thing. If they don't win tomorrow at T Mobile, now you got to go back to Winnipeg. You have to win in what will be another tough, even though VGK has done well in Winnipeg, it's still going to be a tough environment, especially if it's a win or go home scenario. You know, they're not going to want to watch a handshake twice in six seasons by the Vegas Golden Knights. You know, the players don't want it, you know, the fans don't want it. So, you know, VGK needs to end this tonight. And uh, odds haven't changed. I checked uh, the odds yesterday. Uh, minus 185 still for the Vegas Golden Knights. I think the numbers are going to come down a little bit. I think uh, some sharp action might move that line a little bit just because it's a big number. And the games have been close at times. So, mm-hmm. you know, They're I think that line probably moves about a dime to 15 cents maybe in favor of Winnipeg. We'll see. And so we will talk a little bit about the closeness of this series when we return. And coming up next... Will Stone be a marked man? Mark Stone, marked man. And you we'll get into that. That. That, that setup was way too long. Way that was too way long. too long, way too long. Yeah, Sean's um, not going to like that one if he watches this show. <laughs> back with more after this. We'll talk about that <laughs> and much, much more. We'll also take a look at the Jets and who's going to be on the ice for them tonight. We turn right here on Locked On Golden Knights. If you are looking for a delicious snack, but you don't want all the sugar and the calories, then we have to tell you about Built Bar. You've got to try a Built Bar. And if you're like me and like Chris, you want to make healthier snack choices, but you don't want to compromise on taste. That is for sure, because we've got so much taste on this show. And if you, uh, just the thing for you is a Built Bar, and you could try Built Puffs, Built Bars. They're healthy, amazing. Seriously, the taste is amazing, and you won't believe that they are good for you because they taste so good. And what makes Built Bars so, so good is that they're covered in 100% real chocolate that's 100% real 
dark chocolate, and there's a lot of unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and cookies and cream. We're not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while they maintain all the amazing macros. There's, uh, again, a very healthy snack, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, with a whopping 17 grams of protein. So you can also, again, head to your local Walmart or Sam's Club, and you could definitely pick up your uh, Built Bars, or you could still go to Built.com. And again, that's right. If you head to your nearest Walmart today, just walk into the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate bar, or coconut puff. And if you're in the vicinity of Sam's Club, just run right in, grab a 13-bar box with these flavors, brownie batter puff and churro puff. Don't want to miss it. And when you could thank both of us, myself and Chris, later. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We definitely appreciate that. We are by far the fastest growing VGK podcast. It's off off the charts. Off the charts. And don't forget tomorrow, please chime in on Twitter or, of course, on YouTube. Uh, We invite you to give us your WTF. No, it's not what you're thinking. It's what the Friday that's what you're thinking. It's it's exactly what you're thinking. Okay, good or bad about the VGK. So mm-hmm. so we have uh, seen Rick Bonus in this series, and you sort of alluded to it a little bit in the first segment. Uh, they've gone after Mark Stone. Uh, the last game in particular, uh, Dubois went after him, was hacking him, um, and then the dumb penalty. They're hitting right at his back. So they're hitting right at his back. Right yeah. at his back. So they're cross-checking him, and then he retaliated. I mean, Cassidy said no retaliations. Uh, Petrangelo, game one, um, hello, that was a retaliatory strike. And then, of course, in that last game that we're talking about, um, we're seeing Stone hacking away, you know, at Dubois' calves. In any He's event, protecting himself. He's protecting himself. Okay, so you have, uh, again, uh, Mark Stone, and you have Eichel, the two players, and... You know, Cassidy did say that they're not retaliating and they definitely have to keep their cool. And we talked about this word on yesterday's show, um, which Marcus saw said poise. Yeah. The boys from poise. They have to play well. They just have to play with them. Is that in Boise? Is it Boise? Boise? No, sorry. This is going the wrong way. So, I mean, everything that you said, you know, playoff hockey, you have to play smarts. You got to play physical. You got to defend yourself. You have to hurt your opponent in a fair manner and you got to do it for four five, six, seven games. And it's, it's a, you know, an absolute war at times on the ice and you got to be careful out there. Cause if you go out there with your head down, you're going to get, whether it's a fair foul or otherwise hit, you're going to get your butt kicked out there and Winnipeg's trying to do that, but they're also putting way too much emphasis in trying to do that. So if Winnipeg can focus a little bit more on their game instead of trying, I mean, listen, you're not going to knock Mark. I mean, you could not knock him out with a dirty hit, but, you know, they're trying to wear down the VGK. And it's just the opposite. VGK has been getting stronger and faster throughout the series. And because you know, of unfortunately, depth. I haven't been able they have depth because of the they depth. Have depth, but there's, they're also figuring things out. And a question I would love to ask, I just haven't been able to make it to a game, unfortunately, due to other obligations. But a question I would love to ask is, um, you know, game one, it was very muddy in the neutral zone. VGK had no space. They had no time. They couldn't do anything. But then they started scoring on the rush in games two through four. 
they started creating opportunities and getting more speed. So I just wonder where that's come from. And if that was a, a coaching change, if that was just the players figuring it out, if Winnipeg, if it's Winnipeg's injuries playing a part, you know, cause that's really been the difference maker instead of EGK trying to fight fire with fire on the physical side of the game. And, you know, the, the one thing that has been sticking out too is just the way that the defense has been playing. Um, and Cassidy did t- talk a lot about that. And then just limiting those rush uh, rush chances for Winnipeg. And what he said, I mean, it's great because Cassidy is so transparent at times, right? And he was just talking he's about He's too transparent, fact, but he's great. I know. He's great. He'll just tell you the game plan if you uh, hit him with the right chords and uh, the right questions. But he just was talking, okay, if there's a guy coming down, uh, they've got the rush, whoever has the puck, we're going to go like double team that player. Okay, thanks for giving away the game plan. Defensive zone reload, uh, whatever terminology he wants. Isn't that great, though? He just keeps, you know, he's showing his hand, if you will. It reminds me, what's the movie, uh, Blue Chips? Was that Nick Nolte and Shaq and all that, where they're playing the big game, and at the end he says, I'll bring the, I'll show uh, Bobby Knight, the, right, the Indiana coach, Bobby Knight, right? Mm -hmm. I'll walk over and give him our playbook, but we can't execute it, and then he starts swearing a bunch of times, you know how that goes, so. You know, kind of the same thing. I mean, Cassidy can say all he wants about the game plan, but the team still has to go out there and execute it. And, you know, if they're executing, it doesn't it honestly doesn't matter. It, there's there's a big talent gap now between the teams. I'm not knocking the Winnipeg Jets when I say that, but I'm simply saying that Winnipeg is injured. Even when Winnipeg was fully healthy, I think there's a slight talent gap between the two teams, as indicated by the rankings and the, you know, the one versus eight seeds. So, you know, as long as they execute, they they being the BGK, obviously, as long as they execute, stay within their game, play the right physical game, but don't get caught up in it. BGK is going to be fine, I believe, uh, on, on Thursday night. They'll be fine. Okay, so Winnipeg, officially, Mark Scheifele is officially out. Um, with that they, didn't, they didn't wait till tomorrow to say that. They just said, screw it. <laughs> yeah, because they said he was getting better and improving when we spoke to you on Tuesday, on Wednesday. That was not the case. And then, um, of course, their two top scorers are out as Josh Morrissey, as we know, is out for the series. They mentioned that earlier. Uh, we discussed earlier about Nikolai Ehlers. Uh, he was back in a regular jersey. And I'm starting to get the feeling and the vibe that he will be back in the lineup. They say he's a game time decision. Uh, Cole Pafredi, uh, we haven't seen much of him. He was back on the ice in a non-contact jersey. And so we don't know if uh, Perfetti will get a chance to play. Ehlers, you, you know, if if uh, Winnipeg's leading in the game, we won't see Ehlers. Uh, we might see him later. I don't think he's a starter, um, it, but he has been back in a regular jersey, so who knows? He's been a, one of the Winnipeg beat writers posted that he's out there practicing a T-Mobile in a, in a regular jersey, but it's been like that for the last week. He didn't seem overly confident that Ehlers would make his return, but if he does, that certainly would help you know an ailing team. And honestly, if he's 55%, he might go. They might just you know roll with it, and like you said, he might not play you know his normal you know. 18 minute type of game. You might play eight minutes, nine minutes, might play the power plays and, you know, the, the hero line situations, almost like they'll run with 11 forwards and he's the 12 forward. That's going to just kind of go out there when he can. Um, I can see something like that happening, obviously, as long as he's not at risk of injuring himself anymore. 
Um, but I, hopefully it doesn't matter. Hopefully it does not matter. I mean, the only thing that might uh, help the Winnipeg Jets is if uh, the Vegas Golden Knights get caught up in traffic on the way to T-Mobile tomorrow because that's uh, mm-hmm. Thursday night, tonight, whatever. Um, that's going to be the big problem. I mean, there's even emails going out about traffic and how bad it is around the strip it's right bad. now. You've mentioned it, Tony. And like just, I mean, maybe I'm starting my WTF segment too early here, but even just from Henderson, Leave if early. I want to get – yeah, if I want to get to the strip, early. I'm going to hit traffic on 215 from the interchange to Stephanie, and that's going to back up by the airport. If I want to swing up the north way and come downtown, it's there's it's two lanes each way, basically from sunset all the way in. And then once you get on the strip, you've got all that drop of cannabis happening. And, uh, you know, it's it's so bad. But, uh, hey, we got F1, and credit's going to bring all this money to us, right? So everything's going to get better. Hey, I just wanted to ask you before we go to break, so we were talking earlier, you had mentioned that Phil Kessel, it came off of the power play unit. Uh, mm-hmm. Who took his place on the power play? Was that Kolasar? No, no it wasn't Kolasar. Definitely not. Yeah. It I could have been Barbashev. It might have been Barbashev. That's who it was. You... It was Barbashev. Yeah, I, I believe it was. Okay, coming up next, uh, we will have, of course, our um, our preview to tonight's game. Uh, we'll also talk about our locks of the night. And our predictions, it's all coming up ahead right here. It was Barbashev on Locked On Golden Knights. For a championship team, it is all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your uh, vehicle because every part needs to fit just right. So the next time that you need parts and accessories, you should head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit You can get every single part that fits just right the first time around. Just add to your ride uh, again in my garage, and then you can look for the green check to know that is the perfect fit or your money will be returned. Because uh, just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, they'll be back in the game at no time and after Uh, That it is so easy to bring home a win, a victory with the right parts that are guaranteed. Again, get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices. Just go to ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only and exclusions apply. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen. And uh, Chris, you know, you were talking about the closeness in this series. And Connor Hellebuck was quoted in Winnipeg media as saying that VGK has scored on some random bounces off of him. And on the other end, he said that Winnipeg has had 10, oh, eight to 10 posts in this series. They think it's very close. And then uh, this one column that I was reading also said, uh, that they are tied at 33 high danger chances apiece. And it has come down to third period miscues, and it's come down to VGK getting that final push, the overtime push after they blew uh, the three-goal lead, and, of course, uh, just hanging on and then getting the empty netter in the last game in this series. But do you believe it's been that close? Because it it could come down to late in the third period, and again, the big mistake in the last game in game number four was definitely the Dubois penalty, which sort of propelled VGK. 
games one and two offset each other, right? They kicked mm-hmm. our butt, we kicked their butt. Game three, we things we the VGK things were looking very well, and then obviously you know foot off the gas, and Winnipeg makes a nice comeback. Um, game four, Vegas was pretty much in control, right? I mean, the Winnipeg scored first, I believe, and then that was it. Um, third period, Petrangelo just that weird bounce and can't get the jump ball. Next thing you know, Winnipeg's got a power play goal out Love of it. Love the jump ball term. That's a great term. Jump it was, ball. yeah, except he's not, he's definitely not a basketball player. He could not take a jump ball to save his life, apparently. Um, you have to leave your feet a little bit. Okay. No hops. Not, no not hops. to guard a four foot net, you don't. <laughs> but geez, it's terrible. I could have stopped that one. Um, so back to the closeness. I'll buy that Winnipeg's got some posts. You know, I'll definitely buy that. Sure, fair. And, you know, Brossois had some puck luck, as the VGK have. Absolutely. I'm not buying Hellbuck kind of building himself up, saying there's been some weird bounces off of him and stuff. Just thinking about the goals. There's a lot of rush goals in there. Colasar scored off that juicy rebound. Um, Jack Eichel's two power play goals beat him clean. Low, but beat him clean. Um just thinking back about some of the other goals that have been scored. Like, uh, I feel like didn't, that uh, rebound. Vegas, Vegas Bjorn off the skate. Okay, fine. I'll give him that one. Barbash, you know, the, the Barbashev tip, and that's that's luck, but that's also VGK having players in the right places. And you can even Carlson, same thing. That's puck luck, but VGK, you can't get, have that luck if you're not in the right position, you know. So I, I think Hellbuck, he's overselling a little bit his efforts. And we're not saying Hellbuck's having a bad series. He's having a I great think he series. is. I don't think he's done very well at all. I, I, I he's been serviceable. I mean, I think he's been so out well, of we, position a lot. We've hit him for five, five, and four, right? Yeah. Well, five, five, and three technically well, was three, empty netter, yeah, but yeah, still, you, take, you know, you take away the empty netter. Listen, thirteen goals in you know a couple of games. I mean, that's that's definitely. I don't care what happens. Um, so he's been doing okay, but he's not stealing the series. He's not even close to that, and. You got to think there's going to be a game somewhere where you're going to see that version of Hellebuck. And mm-hmm. even in, in, in game one, he didn't need to do a whole lot against the VGK. We had 17 shots on goal for crying out loud. Right. So he sounds very you know, confident, though, coming into this game. So, yeah. We'll and honestly, see. Hellebuck, like Cassidy, is very honest, though, too. He's very, you know, so in his mind, you know, he probably does feel that, that it's going down like this. And it's no different than, you know, our, our, um, perspectives you know I, i'm the homer you're, you're you're a little more middle but i'm certainly the homer so i'm gonna see it a little more if i was a winnipeg jets fan I'd be like yeah yeah you know hellbuck you're probably right yeah it's been it's been a lot of puck luck gold knights are doing good but you know so are we but i don't know i don't i don't see it like that just think just looking at the rush chances and stuff like that but what has also kept winnipeg in this series the power play with five of 12 on power play opportunities And VGK has to learn, especially as they progress in the playoffs, they have to stay out. It looks now perhaps it could be Edmonton uh, that comes out of that series. It's going seven. It's going seven. Okay, but if you go into the box against the Oilers, that's it. I mean, they just, they're so good. They're just too good on the power play. And VGK, uh, Jackie Aces had a couple of power play goals in one game, and that was it. That's all that they really could produce. Uh, Okay, so. I think it's time to do our predictions and um, who will be our lock of the night. My locks of the night. I'm going to go with Barbashev and I'm going to go with a very, very quiet Jonathan Marcheseau. And I'm also going to say, as we saw in that photo op there uh, from the Winnipeg Wags, they were dressed in as masters caddies, the wives and girlfriends. 
That was so bad. So they're ready. So one of two things. When was that photo taken? Is that a recent photo? Yeah, up there, the whiteout. They were up there at the game the other night. So the wags were there, okay? No side pieces, just the wags. So they were there dressed up as the the master's caddies, okay? And uh, it's one of two things. McDavid's got the side piece. Either intended to, either it's intended to, to tell us that they're ready for the golf course and that's it. Game five is it. Or because you say four in golf, right? It's Canadian foreplay. Okay. Your okay, turn. Tony, okay. That was bad. That was bad. You got, you got a score too, Tony, for tomorrow night? This is important. Uh, four to two, VGK. A William Carlson empty netter at the end. Oh, God. He's been the best player by far on the ice. The best. No, when you're looking at the best player in this series, to me, Chandler Stevenson, under the radar. Chandler Stevenson, best Take your heart medicine, Tony. Just take your heart medicine tomorrow, please. I don't want to lose you. I can't do the show by myself. I don't know how to do the audio side. Um, So I'm predicting a four-goal BGK victory because – I do think that they're going to be up two goals. You're going to see the goalie get pulled. And for the last five, six minutes of the game, I don't think Hellebuck is going to even be in the goal. So I think it's going to be VGK is going to roll. I'm going 5-1, maybe 6-2, but we'll say 5-1. Are you predicting predicting that we're going to see Arvid Holm from the Manitoba Moose? Because David Riddich is, is hurt. They're back up. No, you're going to see no goalie for the last five minutes of the game. Winnipeg is going to throw everything they have early on in the game. If VGK can survive the first period tied, it's over. Like hammer in game, second period, as long as it's tied, you're going to see Winnipeg just run out of gas, I think. Um, and no goalie for, you know, a big chunk of the end of the game is Winnipeg just throws the throws the Hail Mary out there. You want Barbashev in March or so. I was going to say Barbashev just because he's going to be on the power play. We don't know what's happening. We'll carry. So I want to avoid those players. I've done Stone and Eichel for like the last three games. We can't do that. Riley Smith has been a little quiet. Let's go Riley Smith. Okay. I like that one. And take Chandler. Take Chandler. I'll take Chandler for you. I'll take yeah. Chandler for you. Chandler's That's awfully good. He's the player of this series. Well, I think Eichel's definitely the top player. In this we'll have season. to get Chris, obviously. My son's sleeping right now. We're recording Wednesday night, folks, if you can't figure it out by my uh, terrible ways trying to say, oh, tomorrow night, tonight, I'm all, all mixed up with that. That's why That's why Tony's the, the expert in, in, in this category, and I'm the amateur fan over here. But I'll get uh, Christopher to put his prediction out. He'll want to say something about the Jets, I think. And I think we've got the right balance, Tony. If me and you pick, pick Vegas and he picks Winnipeg, I think we're okay. I think we're okay. That's been the that's been the last two games like that. So yeah, he's gotten a lot of attention lately. So he's deflected some attention off of me. So thank him when he finally. Yeah, no, he, he's he's a one in your book for that, for sure. We thank everyone for tuning in, especially our everydayers, the folks that tune in each and every day. And thanks for making us your first listen. And again, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll have a recap of the big game, and hopefully, it's a closeout. And perhaps VGK could be the first team to close out a series. We'll find that out, of course, coming up on Thursday night. We'll talk about it Friday morning. And don't forget, WTF, What the Friday. For my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. We appreciate you tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.